The Circle, a novel by Ed Adams. Cold Stone Creamery Jelly Belly Jelly Beans, TM. Jake watched as two other people entered the room. A blonde man, early thirties, well-tailored, carrying a slim computer. A woman, similar age, bright-colored outfit and Jake guessed she was of a Caribbean origin. Hello, my name is Richard, Richard Brookfield and this is my associate Harriet Delancey. We both work for the, the National Counterterrorism Security Office. Look, I'm not a terrorist said Jake, I still don't know what this is about. No, we know you are not a terrorist, and that your two associates in the USA aren't either. Colonel Manners has some interesting attributes, but we wouldn't class him as one either. So why have you brought me here asked Jake. It's for your protection answered Broomfield. He looked across the table to Miller. Amanda, have you explained what we think is happening? No answered Amanda, I thought we'd wait until we are all together. Harriet, can you start this for us? Harriet leaned forward and pressed the remote control unit stood in the middle of the table. There was a whir and then an overhead projector flickered into life. Tony Capaldi. Mike Chambers. Ben Leitzman. Redacted Chuck Manners. Barbara Somerville. Klaus Wegener. Harriet pointed to the list of names displayed. Colonel Manners and his sub-team comprising Mike, Ben and Klaus were assigned to Project Esther a few years ago. There were two specific scientists who were at the heart of this process. Their names were Barbara Somerville and Tony Capaldi. They worked on the guidance systems that we can see you have been researching on the internet. After they cancelled the project, the scientists were reassigned. Barbara stayed in the service, but Tony left and took a role in the University of Columbia. Although the technology wasn't much further used to the military, it became apparent to the two scientists that it could be used as an element in asymmetric warfare, if the size of the targeting devices could be reduced. Is that when they devised the credit card-sized units asked Jake, we found out about them and Bigsy could even describe how they would be set up to work. Yes said Harriet. She looked towards Jake, the clever part of the design was more about the way it could hook itself into a nearby network. This also meant they could pick its coordinates up by a remote sensing system. Because the units also have onboard batteries, we could leave them for a long time. Up to five years, they could broadcast a signal back to any adjacent Wi-Fi or mobile telephony mast. Jake asked, but they have superseded the technology, why would someone still want it? That's the point, no one is very interested, no one until it became apparent that the transponders were being produced in bulk. We intercepted some signals from China where a manufacturing plant was producing batches of these transponders to the size of a credit card. Think about it for a minute. Mail order missile attacks. Send the unfortunate target a card. Then set loose a UAV launched rocket. It took us a while, but we intercepted a sample of these which was being couriered to somebody in Beijing. Our trail went cold but it's also around the time that some upcoming Colonel Manners associates were being chased and some of them eliminated. Jake asked, but if you knew all this, why didn't you do something about it to intervene to stop people from being killed? Firstly, this was out of our jurisdiction said Richard, and secondly we think this could be part of some major conspiracy. Jake smiled despite being in a difficult situation, yes, 
I can understand that if it involves Chuck Manners then there's something big in the background. Harriet continued, we need some help now, and because it already involves Chuck Manners and your little team, and we think this may be the fastest way to find out what is happening. Jake asked, you just said that this was outside your jurisdiction. If that's the case, how can you help us when part of this is happening in America, and it sounds as if the rest of this happening in China? Richard answered, things have moved on fast since we uncovered what was happening here, you'll have noticed how we moved you from your offices to our building and that we seemed to be able to clear most of London's traffic to do this. That wasn't for effect. We are treating this as a very high priority item, not just here in the UK but also in the US. You won't know yet, but the Department of Defense are also involved, and we have a direct link with them for this. There was a crackle and Jake knew the phone system on the middle of the desk was live. It had the regular little telltale lights on it, but they were all switched off. Hello Mr. Lambers, my name is Captain Garcia and I have been listening in on this call. As the man says, I am from the United States military and based in our counterterrorism unit in Washington. Jake looked startled, can you just do that, he asked, just listen in on the conversation like that without telling anyone. He realized what he just said was a little bit naive in the circumstances, but it just blurted out, after all, he'd just been transported across London in a police convoy and was now, he wasn't sure, captive inside MI6 or SI6 or whatever they called it nowadays. I guess I got to get used to all of this he said, things are moving fast. How much of this can I tell Chuck and the others? Amanda answered, we want them to know what is happening, but we want to tell them without it being a phone call from you. The reason is simple. At this stage, we think it is very likely that whoever is chasing Chuck will have started to make the connections with Big C and Claire as well and that this will inevitably lead back to you Jake. But we are also sure that they have no idea that we are tracking them from MI6 or from the US anti-terrorism group. We don't want to give the game away I'm sure you understand, so this means there could be a small gap before we can somehow advise Chuck and the others about our presence. So how you do it asked Jake, will you send somebody to meet Chuck? Yes said Amanda, but we'll need something from you to help him believe that we are genuine and not another trick being played. I see said Jake, you'll need something that only I know that you can pass on to the others as a form verification. Yes said Amanda, and something recent, not something that could have been looked up on the internet or from some pub conversation. Jake thought for a while. He tried to single something that only Big C and Claire would know about. Something recent and probably trivial but something that they would remember. There were a few possibilities, like his support for Fulham F. C, but he thought too many other people would know his team. Then he remembered the thing he asked Claire to bring back from the USA. Daft, but also very memorable. Jelly beans. Not any jelly beans, the cold stone ice cream flavored jelly beans that you can't get in England. Jake spoke. I'm not sure if I should say this. At least not say this out loud. I think the password you need will be cold stone ice cream jelly beans exclamation mark. Amanda looked at Harriet. Harriet held her expression for about half a second and then laughed. Amanda said, perfect. But please tell me this is something recent. Jake said, oh yes, I asked Claire to bring some back from this trip. You don't think I'd be telling too many people about this do you? Harriet asked, are they delicious then? The best replied Jake. Mm -hmm.